Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading Song of Solomon, Chapter 3 from the World English Bible. By night on my bed, I sought him whom my soul loves. I sought him, but I didn't find him. I will get up now and go about the city, in the streets and in the squares I will seek him whom my soul loves. I sought him, but I didn't find him. The watchmen who go about the city found me. Have you seen him whom my soul loves? I had scarcely passed from them when I found him whom my soul loves. I held him and would not let him go, until I had brought him into my mother's house, into the room of her who conceived me. I adjure you, daughters of Jerusalem, by the rose or by the hinds of the field, that you not stir up nor awaken love until it so desires. Who is this who comes up from the wilderness like pillars of smoke, perfumed with myrrh and frankincense, with all spices of the merchant? Behold, it is Solomon's carriage. Sixty mighty men are around it, of the mighty men of Israel. They all handle the sword and are expert in war. Every man has his sword on his thigh because of fear in the night. King Solomon made himself a carriage of the wood of Lebanon. He made its pillars of silver, its bottom of gold, its seat of purple, the middle of it being paved with love from the daughters of Jerusalem. Go out, you daughters of Zion, and see King Solomon with the crown with which his mother has crowned him, in the day of his weddings, in the day of the gladness of his heart. That is the end of chapter 3. There are many odd things in this section, especially since it's about a wedding. As usual, to try and understand these things, I like to look for cross-references in various ways, whether it be the word search in the blueletterbible.org or in the cross-references in a couple of different Bibles I have or just things that I remember. I don't like to go straight to commentaries and things that other people are saying. I want to go there later and see how they fit with what I've read. So the first question I had was, how does someone really seek someone else while on their bed? Did she expect or hope he would be there? Was it more like being sad he wasn't there? And then she gets up and searches for him. She gets up and searches for him. This is not the common pattern even in the Bible. For instance, Abraham sent his servant to look for a wife for Isaac, and Jacob went to find a bride, and even Hosea, in his sorrowful acting out of prophecy, is going out repeatedly to get his wife. Now, it is true that in this section, or in the Song of Songs, that their love is already established, so it seems to be a case of pursuing that relationship and being persistent in that. The watchmen are often a metaphor for prophets in other places in the Bible, just as we read in Micah 7.4. In Isaiah 56.10-11, the blind watchmen seem to be at least corrupt leaders, if not false prophets. 
in Jeremiah 6, 17, it is presented that watchmen are sent with Yahweh's word. And then Ezekiel is an example of this, where in chapter 3, verse 17, he is commissioned as a watchman to warn Israel prophetically. And then this is repeated in Ezekiel 33, 7, that he was sent for this. So I wonder if here in the Song of Songs, if this is a reference to looking to the prophets for when the Messiah, the bridegroom, will come. However, in Song of Songs, chapter 5, verse 7, it is watchmen who beat her. This is not unlike Jerusalem not recognizing their king in his first coming and then persecuting the church, like the false prophets beat and killed the true prophets. Next, we hear of the woman finding him and not letting him go until. Now, first, we know she'll, she will be looking for him again in chapter 5, verse 6. And it is strange to say she until she brought him into her mother's house. And I wonder if this is a reference to Israel in the sense of being the mother of the church, uh, the mother of the bride. We know Jesus had to go first to the house of Israel as he talks about himself in Matthew 10, verses 5 through 7 and Matthew 15, 24. Then we have that refrain interjected again here, do not awaken love until it so desires. I failed to mention this middle reference in when I talked about the introduction to the book. I did look through the whole song again today, and I only see three mentions of this, three uses of this refrain, but we'll keep our eyes open. If it is only three times, if it is three times, it is very curious, especially considering the euphemism for sleeping, um, referring to death. Then we have the king's carriage coming. Now, I admit that when I first read this, I assumed that the king's carriage coming meant that the king was coming in the carriage, and I thought it odd that he would refer to himself, compare himself to pillars of smoke coming out of the wilderness. But then I looked at David Gusick's commentary later, and he says that the Hebrew uses this in a way, the grammar indicates that the woman is coming in the king's carriage, and this is in alignment with how the Hebrew weddings took place. So this makes more sense because God was guiding the people of Israel with his pillars of smoke. Next, we have myrrh and frankincense mentioned, which while they are in one regard, simply what merchants sold to those who could afford them. And you can see references to them in Esther 2.12 and Genesis 37.25. We also know that these are specifically mentioned in regarding things going on with the temple and its incense. And you can look at Exodus 30, verse 23 and 34, Leviticus 2.1, and then also Nehemiah 13.9. And as we mentioned before, they are obviously well-known gifts to baby Jesus. Also, myrrh was offered to him on the cross, and Mark 15, 23 mentioned this, and it was used in his burial when Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus buried him. It talks about this in John 19, 39. When I first read about the carriage coming, it made me think of Jesus's triumphal entry, described in Luke 19, Mark 11, and Matthew 21. But if it is the church in the carriage, it's more like his bride is being prepared. And then there is the conquering manner in which the carriage arrives, surrounded by mighty men. And you just wonder why it's arrayed for battle when it's for a wedding. And it says specifically because there is a threat. 
And you could look at it from the point of view that even from the very beginning, Herod tried to kill Jesus when he was born, when he was a helpless baby. And from the beginning, people have been trying to kill the church. It is clear that the king made the carriage. This could be seen as a taste of what it would be like to live in his house. At first, it is described for its incredible wealth, but in the middle, the center is love. Then we have the daughters of Zion, signifying the people of Jerusalem, being encouraged to go see their king. Now, in the World English Bible, it says weddings, and the plural of weddings seems to be a clumsy version of translating the Hebrew, which Young's literal translation translates as espousals, which is more along the lines of nuptials, or all things related to the wedding ceremony. And then there's the crown, and you can't help but think about the crown of thorns. But as far as Solomon being crowned here at the wedding, 1 Kings chapter 1 verses 38 through 40 say that Zadok the priest was anointing Solomon as king. So the crown here seems specific to being a bridegroom. And in fact, the commentator Fawcett presents that the Hebrews wore crowns at weddings And he also does compare it to the crown of thorns and suggests that metaphorically, prophetically here, the mother is the human race that did this to the king. But when we look at it in retrospect, knowing what Jesus did, he was glad to wear that crown of thorns for the sake of his bride. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey. 